Warning, the following podcast contains adult language and childish comedy. Listener discretion is advised. And now, please adjust your headphone volume to an unreasonable level and enjoy the most dynamic and electrifyingly entertaining podcast ever to conquer cyberspace. This is Amish Baby Machine. Welcome to the most powerful podcast ever created, the Amish Baby Machine Podcast, starring me, Dags, and Johnny Rage. The Amish Baby Machine Podcast is a powerful American pop culture podcast. And now, somewhere driving on the powerful roads of America is Johnny Rage. Here's Johnny. How you doing, Dags? Welcome. Good. We're doing good. You know, I'll take uh, kindly to imposters taking over my seat last week. Uh, what's up with that, Diggs? You never told me about that. Our contract specifically says Johnny Rage and Diggs. It doesn't say Diggs and Simon, or did I miss something? Well, there was that powerful 80s show, Simon and Simon. There's also Simon and Schuster. Simon powerful, says, powerful toy, Simon. Simon from America's Got, or from, uh, what's that stupid, uh, American Idol. Yeah, Simon. America's Got Talent, British. Simon Cowell. Simon's Got Talent. Now, fan, fans, flock of Amish, welcome. Today's powerful episode, me and Johnny Rage enjoyed Spider-Man. We're going to be talking about that. Also, don't forget, we have powerful merch. Go to our website, AmishBabyMachine.com. Well, you know, Dags, I've always done my broadcast from a remote parking lot, Burger King, as you always say. I really wanted to step outside of the box and... I wanted to try something never done before on the Amish baby machine. I am physically driving as I do this podcast. I thought it was time it called for me to do this. So as we're talking, conversating back and forth, I'm physically driving. I want to see if this can be done, how successfully it can be done. And then I can report anything that I see from different areas. I need like a sign, broadcasting live podcast, Amish baby machine. And I could go to areas and do, I should actually stop and talk to people. Yeah, you should, you should, yeah, do that. Yeah, stop and yeah. talk to someone. That's cool. We could get like yeah, one of is. those uh, powerful vinyl wraps for your, uh, your powerful pickup. I should. Amish baby machine. And, but anyway, I should try to uh, flag somebody down. That was just kind of an afterthought. But I'm such a powerful individual. I don't know if I want to give up the microphone. When the, the flock wants me, they don't want an ordinary citizen stepping in. So it might not be good if I do go grab just an ordinary. No, I, I think it'll be powerful because you'll be in charge. Large and in charge. Well, you know what? I'm not too far away from, I don't know how this would work. This is so last minute. I'm not far away from uh, the movie theater. I should pull in there and ask some unsuspecting individuals with, if they saw Spider-Man as they're coming out what their thoughts were. You and I will share our thoughts, of course, but find out what America thought. I'm game. Uh, are you is, game? This is powerful, yes. Oh, this is good stuff. There's something empowering about broadcasting live on a podcast and driving at the same time. It just feels 
manly. There's something about this. I don't know. I feel really I feel the manness from you too. God, it's just I feel I'm intoxicated. As yes. I drive and talk. Yes. yes. When, yes. You're, when you remember the flock of Amish, it's very powerful. I, I just want to honk my horn like a young child. Remember you'd always pump your fist to, to the semi truck? I just burr, feel like burr. I even without anybody asking to, I just want to toot my horn here. Why don't you flash wow. some truckers while you're at it? Okay, I might do that. Honk the horn for us right now. You hear that? Powerful. Not at all. No, I might get arrested if I go up to some woman in a parking lot and say, what did you think of Spider-Man? <laughs> you want to see Spider-Man? <laughs> no, it's completely natural. I know it is. So. Just don't talk about your web shooter and you'll be fine. Yeah, you're, that's right. I agree. Now, Johnny Rage, let's get into the movie, Spider-Man, Far From yes, Home. Sir. I am too right now. I'm far from home. Um, I'll, I'll kick things off, Dags, because I'm the, the uh, I know I always say this. I always preface it. I'm not in the Marvel world like you are. You were the one that grew up with the comic books, but it doesn't take long to figure out. I mean, Spider-Man, probably the most recognizable character even if you weren't a comic book uh, guy when you were a kid, would you agree with that? Yeah, well, we had the powerful TV show. Right. When you got home from school. Yeah. Spider-Man. But, so, but who would you, would you say, just um, of all the superheroes, would you say Spider-Man or Superman would be the most popular one all that can do a show uh, more successfully on their own than any of them you know right now it's maybe spider-man yeah there's no doubt dc has made a couple of lame attempts with superman they're really do that batman superman thing what a debacle that was huh um then of course they came back with uh aquaman that did pretty good I'm uh, digressing here. I'm going into the DC world on you when we're supposed to be talking about Spider-Man. Uh, let me kick things off about Spider-Man. I um, I thought I was a little um, burnt out after sitting through the four-hour Avenger Endgame. Um, prior to that, seeing... Oh, I can't remember. We've seen so many movies. I, I really lose track. Um... But I, 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 I enjoyed it. I think, I think I enjoy watching one superhero at a time versus when a collaborated effort, when there's five or six or ten of them, like, of course, Endgame was. Um, because I really enjoyed also uh, Spider-Man's nemesis with Tom Hardy. Uh, give me that one again. Venom? Uh, yeah, Diggs. Venom. So what was your um, question? Well, I just... I think I, I really enjoyed Venom because it was only Venom, and I, I enjoyed Spider-Man because it was only Spider-Man. There wasn't five or six other superheroes that you had to follow. Because I don't know the superhero world, and all of a sudden you got these guys that show up, and I'm like, well, who's this guy? And what kind of superhero? It kind of all gets muckety-muck. Where yesterday I felt comfortable with the story because I know Spider-Man. Of, of all of them, I know him the most. And I felt comfortable in the storyline with him because I know a little bit about his background, his superpowers. Whereas when I went into Endgame, I saw superheroes coming out of the woodwork that I just didn't know who they were. 
And to me, it was kind of hard to follow all that, understand wh how they uh, fell into the picture, what their superhero powers were. And it was just a big mumble jumble mess of a fight at the end where Spider-Man had humor. He's a high school kid, goes off uh, on a tour, you know, a summer vacation. And we talked about this yesterday. They added an element of comedy, which they always do. And he just wants to kind of get away from being Spider-Man. But of course, he's drawn into it. And I enjoyed it. That's my, that's my initial reaction. Now, give me your initial, your initial uh, thought. So I went into it. It's a joint venture between uh, Columbia and, you know, Sony Pictures, Columbia Pictures, and Marvel Studios. So mm -hmm. it, was, it was kind of a, I thought, I forgot, I thought it was going to be Marvel, but it's actually kind of a transition where they're both using both studios. So mm -hmm. that I thought that was refreshing because a lot of times I think the Disney movies, Marvel Studios, all have the same feel. And, you know, you approach things when you're a corporation, you, you approach everything as kind of a, the same way, you know? Mm -hmm. And this, to me, felt like it was fresh and it was different. So I went into it with an open mind. I actually laughed out loud on some of the things. Did you really? I Yeah, some of I the jokes, I, I actually laughed at Do you remember, do you remember what, what, what comes to mind or not? Or just The kids, the interaction of the kids. Okay. Spider-Man's friend and... And how he uh, hooked up with that girl. Yeah, that was funny. <laughs> he never saw that coming, did you? So I like, I actually liked the the teenage movie part of it, maybe even better than the superhero part. Yeah. Because what I didn't like, like the villain, the hero slash villain, Mysterio, to me out of all Spider-Man's villains is stupid. You know, he's got the fishbowl on his head, and all he does is special effects. Mm -hmm. And they put, a, they put a little plot twist into him, his character. Mm -hmm. But to me, he was the weakest thing. And then his, like we were talking about off-air, the Godzilla, like the elementals, you know, the, the creatures. Mm -hmm. The creatures were kind of lame. You know, they had to investigate yeah. an unnatural storm and the elementals and superpowers. You know, like they had one that looked like a molten man, and one was a hydro man. Those were kind of cliched and dumb. What'd you think? Um, I don't know about that. I thought that was kind of a cool creature to have. I mean, we've seen just about everything else. I thought that was uh, um, kind of clever, and and uh, um, I, I kind of thought that was cool. I I didn't understand how this guy is an illusionist. And what he was doing was just portraying himself as a superhero so he'd get fame and fortune, but he saved the world. But it was all done by illusion. Well, if it's truly an illusion, how can you be killed or do that much destruction? An illusion doesn't do that. So that didn't make sense to me. I couldn't connect that. How? Maybe you can explain that. Because an illusion is an illusion. It's not the actual thing happening. I know. But, I didn't that, like that part either. Yeah, it's just like, well, wait a minute. This is an illusion. If if you're if the bus is getting lifted and thrown off a bridge, that really shouldn't happen. It'd be like I, I don't know. So it really wasn't an illusion because it was actually happening. But I understood the premise. He created it all himself, but it was more of an illusion. It was actually happening. But other than that, I thought it was a cool premise, a cool storyline. It wasn't a you know, I did like the creatures that you're talking about, the elementals. But it's right out of the movie of. Uh, 
Well, I can't say it's right out of the movie because Godzilla and this were probably made at the same time, but they were uncovered from far off destinations and they discovered them, you know, in these remote locations, kind of like Rodan and um, Planet Zero or, or Monster Zero. Uh, Right out of the Godzilla movie, same thing. That was the last movie. We were, we were talking about that yesterday, remember? We yes. said, what was, our, what was our last movie that we saw? Well, there's our answer. I just came up with it. Powerful. It was Godzilla. It was Godzilla. And I think we did a complete breakdown. Did we even talk about that on the podcast or not? What was that? We must have. About Godzilla. Yes. Okay, because we were wondering if, if the last movie we saw was Endgame. And I'm like, no way. So... I'm just waking up to the fact, telling you, Dags, it was actually Godzilla. So, um, but, yeah, uh, a new twist. But I didn't like the illusionists, the illusions that were actually a real-life half fact. I lost touch with that at that point, but. I'm, I'm, done, was... I'm, I'm tired of drones. What is with the drones? Drones are like the modern-day um, zombies now. Yeah. I mean, good point. Yeah, just like too many drones. I'm trying to think. Where else did you see them, though? Oh, what was the car chase one with the drones? Was that Venom? Yeah, that was. Yeah, there's just drones everywhere. Yeah. I'm trying to think if there's been any other movies other than that, but um, yeah, I mean, that doesn't bother me because that's kind of current day, too. I mean, what was weird though is they used uh, they uh, fought a lot during the day. Like I yeah, was so talking, they, they didn't have your filters. Yeah, in isn't that weird? Your tone. Yeah, you you begged for that. I wonder if I wonder if by listening to this podcast, if it didn't have some influ influence on on how they did that. Well, it is the most powerful podcast ever created. It is. Yes, and we want to thank all the listeners. Like we said before, make sure you go to AmishBabyMachine.com. Check out our merch. Also, if you want to help support the show, Patreon.com. We also have a link on AmishBabyMachine.com. And make sure you follow us on all social media. Twitter, I'm on Twitter 24-7, at AmishBMachine. Let me know what you think of the show. Also on Instagram, AmishBabyMachine. Make sure you like our Facebook page. Uh, we also have all our podcasts now upload to YouTube, so make sure you subscribe and click the bell. That way you know when a new episode comes out. You ring my bell. Ring my bell. Now, what's the deal with, uh, there's no more secret identity anymore. You ever notice that everyone takes their masks off? Yeah. What is that? Well, I mean, it wasn't... It, it wasn't done. You're talking about Spider-Man yesterday. Yeah, every he had his mask off more than he had it on. But he was with people who knew he was already Spider-Man, though. No, he had, I mean, he had, everyone knows he's Spider-Man now. What's up with that, too? Are you talking about that little clip at the end? Well, that, you know, this whole this whole show, show is going to be spoiler alert, so we should talk about the ending, too. But even when he, when he got together with Mysterio, remember, he said, like, oh, just take your mask off. You don't need it. Well, I mean, I think that's kind of like two two guys who are superheroes that understand each other, and they just it, why would you hide your identity to another superhero or alleged superhero? I mean, there's really no reason to. No, I, well, what's know? the whole point then? It's 
You got to have the powerful secret identity. That's part of it. Well, I mean, to the to most of the world, I mean, and that's why he made him change the costume. Yeah, but everyone over... knows. I mean, his aunt Aunt May knows, and his girlfriend knows, and his little heavyset friend knows, and Mysterio knows, and Happy knows. Yeah, that's a lot of knows. We want more How yeses. About... Yeah, I I guess. How difficult would that be, though, realistically, if that was a true story to keep your identity? Um, well, probably the easiest way to keep a secret identity is to wear a pair of glasses, like Clark Kent. Yeah, that really hides. His, <laughs> yeah, you put the glasses on. That's it. <laughs> I, I, or you disguise you take, your voice like Batman. I'm Batman. You take, you're, when, you, when you talk about hiding your identity. I immediately think of a Scooby-Doo episode, you know, at the very end, how they would always reveal who the, the ghost was or who the monster was. And it was always some cheesy little mask at that time. And Mr. Furley, <laughs> <You know, for laughs> Mr. Furley, Mr. Roper, Mr. Roper, or Mr. Johnson, you know, they always would do that reveal at the very end. Even the guy that owned like the hotel, he was the one that called him in. And they turned out turned out he was the one that actually was the ghost because he was trying to get like insurance money or something. But uh, that was one of the many Scooby Doo episodes that I watched. That's what I think of when you talk about revealing your identity. Was how it always happened at the end of Scooby Doo uh, episode. Now Spider Man has a ton of cool villains. I would have used uh, you know the Green Goblin. They need to bring him back, but not have him look in his little Power Rangers thing. I want him to actually look like the Green Goblin, you know, oh. purple and green. Mm-hmm. Who was your favorite supervillain? Do you remember from the the animated show? There was Scorpion, Rhino. Rhino yeah. was sweet, huh? Yeah, I'm trying to think because um, I'm battling Electro. Yeah, um, I'm thinking of three or four different things as you as you ask me that question. But you, you know that this isn't done, Dags. I'm sure they'll bring some of those back the mix because i think at this point it did about 600 million so far in the box office so so it'll do a billion no doubt and definitely it'll on for the next one they've already kind of set it up for another one as you might imagine and uh so i mean some of your favorites could are probably going to come back is what i'm saying in in the next version see i think they made him too weak too and what was the deal i didn't i didn't understand why didn't he have his spider sense i don't know he getting kind of soft he was kind of losing his identity and his his out of touch with spider-man because he just wanted to be a kid he didn't have the peter the the, uh well that was stupid too the peter tingle i mean what the hell is that it's a spider sense yeah so i don't know what i Maybe I was uh, sleeping during the movie and I missed it, but I don't know why he didn't have his spider sense. And he's way stronger. They made him, he's too short, too. Mm-hmm. He's, he's a little fella, isn't yeah, he? Yeah, he's a little fella. And I know he's supposed to be 16 in the movie, but I need him to be more powerful. And why do they need to change the costume so much? Like, yeah, like a million costume changes, like he's Madonna in concert. Yeah, good point. You like the old traditional Spider Man that we all know and love. Yes. That we, yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah, I guess it's just to, you know, they have, any. I didn't realize he had the ability to kind of customize it too. 
you know. Well, they brought it um, into the modern age with modern age with the Iron Man, you know, the 3D printer and right, right. But then they had that stupid black one costume. Yeah, that's because he didn't want to be spotted as Spider Man. Yeah, but England, I didn't. So. I didn't like it. Spider Monkey. Yeah, Spider Monkey. Yeah, I mean, if you're gonna do a costume, do it cool. I don't know. I didn't like the black costume. Didn't bother me. You know, the Venom costume. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I'm, yeah, I'm more a traditionalist. I want. Uh, I want the original costume. Do you, how do you think uh, the CGI is with him? Uh, um swinging through the air through the city of new york does that look realistic to you or does that look uh you know i prefer the toby Maguire ones yeah, i why think is the that? special effects look better in that i don't do you i don't know if you remember but uh the the dude from wings you know the guy with the deep voice the hayden church oh. guy you know mm-hmm. you know him right yeah yeah yep. well, well he was in, he was he was in he was in uh the cowboy movie um uh, the Tombstone. Okay, Corral. Tombstone. Tombstone. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. You're so drunk, you'd probably see two of them. He goes, "I'm gonna shoot the one in the middle." Yeah. But anyway, in Spider-Man, the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man, he turned into the Sandman. I don't know if you remember that. Yeah, I don't. But there's this powerful scene. I'll have to put it on the powerful show notes. But it's when he becomes the Sandman. And he's just a sand and he's trying to form himself, but he just keeps falling apart because he's just loose sand. Mm-hmm. And it's just an amazing CGI scene. And I think in this newer movies, like, I don't like too, mu- too much going on. Like, the drones, there's too many drones, too many explosions. And this Sandman scene is just him and this powerful music and this sh- mm-hmm. just showing the origin, the birth of him. Becoming the Sandman. Mm-hmm. It's a powerful scene, and so no, I I, I like the other uh, Spider-Man's better. Too much coming at you on this one. Well, I just think less is more in film, you know. Mm-hmm. Just concentrate on one thing, but they always have too much going on, and you can't track it all. So as far oh. as you're seeing him swim, uh, swinging through the city, and it also seemed like he he was never in control when he's swinging on his webs. Yeah, he's always flipping around, you know. And I understand. I understand. Maybe when he first got the power, he wouldn't know what he's doing. Yeah, but you think after a while he'd be totally efficient at it. Mm-hmm. You know, so it, to me, it. You know, they had a little scene where he's running on the building, you know. But to me, it seemed like a little too sloppy. Mm-hmm. Now, Diggs, I heard you're a swinger in the city. <laughs> Is that true? I'm a fool for the city. Oh, okay. A food for the, the city. city. <laughs> yeah, so um, yeah, I, I went in there. I, I, I wasn't, I got to be honest with you, I wasn't in the mood for a Marvel movie last night. I haven't seen a horror film in a while, and I'm kind of jonesing for one. I was kind of hoping I could talk in an Annabelle at the last second. Um, I am planning on seeing that. I want to see that Midsummer as well, too. That looks like a little bit of horror film. Um, but I was pleasantly surprised with because uh, i just thought okay what are they going to do now and they, they still have that endless battle scene where people get the living shit kicked out of them but they step up again and go back at it and i get it for superheroes it's not like you and me we'd be killed and crushed but those battles always drag on way too long 
in my in my eyes. Um, but I I was pleasantly surprised. I thought there was humor. I thought it was done. Uh, it was just the Spider Man versus Mysterio. It wasn't uh, you know uh, what do you when you have a group of people what do you call it ensemble. Um, like it wasn't an ensemble of of Avengers. Easier to track, I think. Uh, not that Endgame is that difficult where there's so many storylines that you can't keep up to it, but um, I was pleasantly surprised, and I did enjoy enjoy the movie. So Now, what I thought was cool is the J. Jonah Jameson. Yeah, you said that at the end. Yeah, so they're going to set him up spoiler alert <laughs> J. Jonah Jameson they're going to set him up as like he's the villain now Spider-Man mm-hmm. make him look like he killed Mysterio yeah and they're stealing the plot line from DC Comics when they did that with Superman they did it with Spider-Man back in the day too and also I the, guess every, every good villain needs to look, may be framed I guess huh? yes it's a common thing also the Skrulls are back yeah, I didn't see. I didn't get that either, because I'm not, you know. Again, disclaimer alert: I'm not into the to the Marvel thing, but I've watched it enough now where I can kind of follow along. So now those two were explain that to me, Dave. So Nick I, I Fury mean, and his uh, lady friend were scrolls. So yeah, they, what what's up with that? Well, then there's talk that maybe maybe Tony Stark was a scroll. I mean, anything can change now with the scrolls. Yeah, I did see that. They said that he might come back, maybe, possibly. You, you gotta. Uh, yeah, I mean, do we, do we, do we bet money he comes back to the Marvel universe? I don't know if he wants to come back though. The actor, you know. Yeah, come on, money will make him come back. Don't who are you kidding? He, he did very well on these movies, no doubt. He doesn't need the money, but one check to get him back to another movie. I mean, what would the draw be like? You know, it wouldn't be shocked. So, no, you're right. Put it that way. It's all about the Benjamins, baby. It's all about the Benjamin Grimms. All right, Johnny Rage, what did you think of Spider-Man Far From Home? What is your rating? In the world of buggy wheels, I'm going to go three and a half. Three and a half. Yes. I will also go three and a half. Wow, we haven't mutually agreed on a movie. I don't think ever. This is this is the first day. Well, I think we have before. It was an overall enjoyable movie. I went into it, you know, not trying to be too hardcore about, you know, being accurate to the comic books. That being I said, the best part I thought was towards the end when he was actually fighting as Spider Man. Mm-hmm. There's a little too much backstory. Mysterio was lame. I would have picked another character. But overall, 3.5. Yeah, you know, this is one of the rare moments I think you've actually said something good about a movie. It's been a long... I don't remember, as a matter of fact, the last movie we attended, or you saw even on your own, where you had good remarks about it. So history here today on the Amish Baby with Dags actually liking a movie. Wow. Powerful. Write it down. Historic. Powerful. Johnny Rage. Thank you for this powerful episode. It is time for you to journey on your vehicle. Hopefully next week. Hopefully next week and get a live interview as I'm 
yeah roving around america yeah just pull over just random people that's what you should do like man on the street interviews yeah all right guys and until next time you've just enjoyed the amish baby machine podcast thank you for listening to the amish baby machine pop culture podcast it is available on apple podcasts spotify stitcher and everywhere else fine podcasts are found please support our podcast through patreon and shop our merch at amishbabymachine.com follow us on twitter instagram facebook and youtube this has been an amish baby machine production